Matthews got it, turns, gives to Peterson, left side, barreling his way down to the one-yard line and in, touchdown Detroit Lions! He's into the house for the score and the Lions are on top! What's up Lions fans and welcome to Blue Blood Podcast. This is your host Jonathan alongside your host Colton. Hey guys, how's it going? And today we are going to be, well, talking about the W. This is uh, Tuesday now, so it's no longer Victory Monday, but I'm still just as excited, to be quite honest with you. Um, I don't know what to say. It was different. We actually finished a game for once. It was weird. I forgot what that felt like. What do you think? What are you, what are you thinking right now? What's in your head? Hit me with Colton. I'm just happy uh, the Lions actually beat the Bears. It's the first. They haven't beaten the Bears in over a thousand days. So I did not need to know that stat. That's disgusting. <laughs> I looked Holy that up. Crap. I looked that up just barely. The last time we beat the Bears was that Saturday game against the Bears when they wore their color rush jerseys in twenty seventeen. That's disgusting. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um no but the Lions won. Um and it looked like we were gonna win, but we did, so that's correct. all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it felt I like cannot. A, no, go for it. Go for it. I was gonna say it felt really sloppy, like a. It felt like Daryl Bevel's first game as a head coach, which it was. So things were kind of sloppy at the beginning and sort of tightened up throughout the game. Yeah, I agree with that. It was um, different. But at the end of the day, the Lions scored more points, and that's all that matters in the record books. Exactly, and I I know everyone knows this, but I cannot stress enough how big that strip sack was by Romeo Acora. That was massive. Oh, yeah. That was so huge. Like, our offense, I want to say our offense wasn't moving, but to be quite honest, I forgot we missed the extra point until, like, yesterday. And then I was like, wait, we scored five touchdowns. I'm like, good yeah. Lord. I don't know. We ha- I don't think we have scored five touchdowns under Matt Patricia. We've only scored 34 points once under Matt Patricia, and that was against the Jaguars. Yeah, I think that was two, two field goals and four touchdowns, right? Exactly. So I don't think we've ever scored five touchdowns under Matt Patricia. Yeah, so... That's nuts to me. So, yeah, so, that's obviously the most disappointing thing was that it really appears as though Patricia had his hand in the offense. Oh, 100%. Um, so... That, that pisses me off so much. Like, imagine how many more games... I mean, like... This is we can play the what if game all day, but imagine how many more games we would have won if Patricia was already gone. Granted, I get he needed that to like prove that he wasn't the one to take us there, but to not hold back our offense like that, especially when like Swift and Galladay were healthy. Yeah. Oh, or, it's rough. Or even like not even that, but even let Daryl Bevel take over in the second half of games and like the Chicago game let him take over after we had a 10-point lead in Green Bay or take over in New Orleans or... I was literally going through the games, like, games we could have won. We could have beat the Packers. We were up by 10 points. We should have beat the Saints. We were, what is it, 14-0? Yeah, we were up 14-0. Yeah, and then they scored the last, I think they scored five straight touchdowns, yeah. Yeah. And then... We should have beat the Colts, in my opinion. And we just... Oh, that was gross. Uh, the Vikings was a loss. That that, that was just bad. Um, the Panthers, I don't know. It would have been different. I don't think we would have scored zero. Yeah. And then the Texans game was weird as well. But that's at least three different wins. That you flip our record from 5-7 and seven to 8-4. and four. 
Yeah, but then you also that also probably keeps Patricia around. So exactly. So at the end of the day, if this is a lost season because we our GM and our head coach got fired because of it, I'm okay with that. That's fine. So that's what I, I want to bring up. Um, okay. So I don't know if you saw the video from Michael Silver. I know a lot of Lions fans are blocked by him for some reason. I did watch that. Yeah. Um, where he said, an assistant coach said, you watch on Sunday. This is after Patricia got fired. And he said, you watch on Sunday. Guys are going to be juiced up. And don't be surprised if we went out. So, like, I, I tweeted this out, and I don't think the point got across um, based on the answers I got. So, obviously there's a chance Daryl Bevel becomes our head coach next, next season. Right? Yeah, it just depends on the percentage of it. Yeah, so what I'm what I meant to ask and maybe I, I didn't phrase it well enough was what does he have to do in these games not to have you be super happy with him, to have you be like, "Okay, okay, I can I can live with this. Let's see where this goes." Oh, so when I quote tweet, when I quote tweeted 5 and 0 in a playoff win, you didn't mean that. Yeah, that's like <laughs> that's like that's like super happy, right? That's like yeah. I want him as our head coach. But what does he have to do for you to be like to be like, okay, let's let's see where this goes, like win two more. Mm, four and one just missed the playoffs. I'd be like, all right, three and two. I don't know. Okay, maybe like three and two. One of these next four teams we absolutely demolish, which none of them we should, and then we barely lose one. I'll I got. Be, you. Okay, four and one. I'm not super happy about it, but it's all right. Five and zero just missed the playoffs. Good. Five and zero make the playoffs. Good. Five and zero win a playoff game. Hire him. Oh, I mean, he's never gotten a shot to do it. So. Oh, if he like goes into the playoffs at all, I think they bring him back. It's not even close. But. Really. Oh yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Have I written down playoff scenarios? Yes. Do I think we will make the playoffs? No. As of right the now, thing no. Is, is it's fun, so why not? As of right now, no. I think we'll be able to tell a little bit more after next week. After these, obviously, the Packers are a little bit better team than the Bears. <laughs> so. <laughs> I. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to preview that game, but I do think we can beat them. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that next week. We will talk about that next week. The four teams that are going for the playoff spot, if you count us. Mind you, this is the seventh seed. The Vikings, one game ahead of us. Granted, they're two games, essentially, so they need to lose two. The Cardinals? They only need to lose one because we play them again. Granted, they do play the Giants and the Eagles and the 49ers. Ugh. But but then they play at the Rams. And then the Bears need to lose one. And they play the Packers and the Vikings. So... Yep, so. If improbable way that we actually went out, mind you, the teams that we play are the Packers at 9-3, and three, who I do think are beatable. Not by a lot, but I think we can beat them. The Titans, who are definitely beatable. The Bucks, who are, I don't, I don't even know which Bucks are going to show up. And yeah. then the Vikings, who almost lost to the 1-10 Jaguars. Granted, Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry scared the shit out of me, so it's a little different. Yep, so... Uh, in the Bears game, defense still looked like Swiss cheese. Um, at least in the first half. I don't half. get it. Why? Why do you think that? Honestly. Personnel. 
I mean, look at our defensive line. You have an, like, I get Everson Griffin's, like, decent, but he's our best player oh. on our defensive line right now. I thought you meant the Bears' defense looked bad, which they did. Oh, but, that's no, just Stafford slicing them up. Nah, that no. was nuts. They're a top 10 unit, easily. Oh, yeah. Um, and in case those of some people were, I heard people talking about it on the Pride podcast, but uh, Stafford did throw for 400 yards against the Raiders in 2019 in that last game he played. So, so that was what, like week 9, week 8? Yeah, but then before that, um, it was 2015 for him throwing for over serious? 400 yards. Yeah, so hasn't I, I feel like that's something he used to do like pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's just kind of like a here or there thing, but so that's awesome to see. That's nuts. Um yeah. And yeah, they did no, it without Kenny go- bad. Yeah. Yeah, without Kenny and, and without Swift. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see um like what the offense looks like when we get them back. Because I don't know if you saw the tweet. I forgot who said it. But Kenny Galladay did travel with the team to Chicago even though he's declared out. And he was running sprints um, in pregame warm-ups. So, I'm assuming he's playing this week. Good. Because I saw Swift there too. He's on the bench with AP after he scored and they were talking. Okay, I didn't see that. Yeah, and shout out to AP for, shout out to Bevel for being allowed to run AP like he's supposed to be ran and giving him the goal line carries with a fullback. It works. Yeah. So, I like that. Yeah, no, you're right. Our defense was still bad. I don't really know what to say. The Bears scored 30 points against us. They don't score 30 points. We're playing against a much better offense this week. It's not even close. Yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully we'll get Trey Flowers back, maybe. I don't know. He's eligible. Did he um, practice? He hasn't practiced at all yet, has he? No, but That's what I thought. practice work comes out tomorrow. Um, well, what other guys are injured on that side of the ball? I mean, Trufant and I are, but and Shelton. Um, Okuda can come back. Honestly, to be honest, I think we need that. I get he hasn't been the best in coverage, but he's slowly been getting better, but I do think he is our best tackling DB by far. Yeah. I think Amani play had a bad game, and that also affected a lot too. But our corners can't tackle, so they're forcing him. They're trying to get out to the edge any running back or wide receiver, and they're able to get there and get so many more yards. How many missed tackles did you see in that game? I want to say I saw at least a dozen. Yeah, so there's a ton. So that's one thing I want to talk about because it almost looked like they were punching, trying to punch the ball out. Like, Which is what's ev- caught by Patricia. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is like – Okay, try and punch the ball out, like, if you get an opportunity. But not at the risk of, like, giving up a first down. Which they were doing a lot. Yeah. Also, shout out to Allen Robinson while this is on my mind for stepping out the uh, one yard before the first down. Appreciate it. I have never seen so many lucky breaks in the Lions season. Yes, we've only had two. That's a lot. <laughs> I That was nuts. Like, why? I don't. I mean, I get the clock, but damn, dude, field awareness, my guy. It's not like he's a. It's not like that was Mooney. It's not like he's a first-year wide receiver. Yeah. But he's been playing for I don't know how long, and he's like, okay, let me get out of bounds real quick. 
And I cannot believe that they really ran it up the gut on fourth and one. They could have ran Mitch Trubisky on a speed option. They could have freaking ran just a normal read option. They could have thrown a little slant or an arrow or, like, anything, to be honest. And they ran... Did they run with Montgomery? Yeah, they ran... Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And they just ran it right inside. Well, that's exactly what we were ready for. That was the dumbest play call. But, hey, it worked. We won the game. And to be honest with you, I don't know if they were to, would have scored a touchdown either way, to be quite honest. It just sealed it. Yeah, I think that would have come, come down to, like, three shots to the end zone. So I agree. Which would have been hard. I don't know. I just didn't see, a, honestly, a good player on our defense this game. I mean, Everson Griffin has a solid game in Romeo Aquara, but other than that, Maybe Penasini, do you think 50 50 there? No. Uh, I barely saw the uh, PFF ratings, and I think Nick Williams was our highest graded player Ugh. on defense Almost. with like a 70. Yeah. Our so. defense just didn't play good at all. We didn't have like one player stand out. And I get it, you can't switch a defense in a week. I don't think you can switch a defense in two weeks. I don't even think you can switch a defense in three weeks. I'm hoping by the last two games of the season our defense looks a decent amount different, but by then it could be too late. So. Yeah, I mean, we're, I don't think I'm really hoping for... I, I mean, when Patricia... I tweeted this out during the game. That, like, I don't... I'm not hoping yeah, for I a contender out of, this, out of this Lions team since Patricia was fired. So late, yeah. I'm looking to enjoy a couple games maybe and then see... See who these guys actually are. Like, do we want to maybe bring Marvin Jones back? Do we want, like, is anybody on the defense worth keeping around besides Romeo Aquara? Mm-hmm. Like, are any of those Patricia guys worth keeping around? I actually did a roster breakdown of the guys I wanted to keep. I won't go over all of them, but I will go over guys on defense. There's only 12. And I guess before I say want to, it's not really want to, it's just who we're on a rookie contract still, and then the guys that I think we're going to keep based off contracts. And out of that, we got 12 guys, Austin Bryant, injured all the time, Deshaun Hand, injured all the time. Wait, are these safe guys, or what do you mean? These are the 12 that are safe, most Ooh, likely. I don't think so. I think there's you don't so- think Bryant and Hand aren't even on the team? No. Okay. I think I mean, there's... they're on the rookie deals, they're extremely expensive, or they're extremely cheap. I think there's seven to eight guys that are safe on this roster right now. Wow. On the whole roster. Okay. I mean, Hand hasn't stayed healthy enough, so I would be okay if both of those guys are gone, to be honest. Like, I'd be okay with ten. Will Harris, because, what, he's in his oh. third year, I, I think they're going to keep him more time. I don't want to, but they're going to keep him. Oh, no. No, but Bob Quinn didn't. Bob Quinn drafted him. He was, and Patricia obviously liked him a dec- decent amount, so... Oh, I know. I don't even know why I saw him on the field this week. But Jelani Tavai. Nope, I think he's I gone. That would be great. If those three are gone, that gets you down to nine. That gets it down to nine, which is pretty much what you're thinking. Jamie Collins. Yep, I think J- he stays. Okuda. Yep. Amani. Yep. Penasini. Tracy yep. Walker. Ooh, I don't know about... See, I want to say Tracy Walker, but... I think he'll do better in another scheme. This scheme does not fit yeah. him. But, I mean, Trace, yeah. what do you think? I don't know, because it's not like he played awful last year. He played really good last year. Exactly. So, I don't know. And then uh, three other ones, so this is nine. Jay Sean Cornell. 
I think yeah. he'll make it if he heals up right. I think that he deserves a chance. I don't know, though. He's a I completely forgot about him, so. <laughs> Trey Flowers. Yep. And then Julian Okora. Yep. That's that's nine. If 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 we actually cut Bryant, Hand, and Harris, I'm happy. I'm good with that. I can even see us cutting Cornell, which leaves us with eight players. We don't even have a full defense. We're completely restarting on that. Yep. I don't think we're keeping Romeo because he's had such a good season. He's going to go get the bag, and I 100% support that, and I'm happy for him. But I could, on the other hand, see him taking a discount to stay with his brother. I don't know. I do think... I don't think he's going to be paid like a top defensive end. Nowhere near... Twenty million a year, but no. But I could see him making. What do you think? Twelve. I mean, if we're taking him on a three-year, thirty-six million dollar deal. I don't think we will. But that's that, that, there's worse that's, things in the world. That'd be good. Even three or thirty at ten, like. Yeah, and then on. That's, I'd be happy with that, but I just don't think he's going to take that. And then jumping over to offense, just based off of like what I saw, players that are safe. I had 17 of those. Ooh, that's a lot. I had like four. What the f- <laughs> Oh my god. I had Jason Cabinda. I think he's a hell of a fullback. Oh, no. I mean, oh. he, I mean, but good enough to secure his roster spot next year? I don't know. I think so. Okay, this is more of me on the hopeful side, but Hunter Bryant. Um, no. I know, probably not. Cephas? Uh, yeah, probably. Crosby. I don't know. Joe Dahl, because he's cheap, he'll be a backup, though. He won't start. He's still on his rookie Is contract. It? I thought he's a free agent after this year. Nope, he's on his rookie contract still. I, ju- I looked it up for all these guys. Isn't he? Uh, isn't his rookie contract a three-year deal? No, it's a four-year. And he was yeah. drafted in twenty seven or 2016. So 16, Hold on. Oh, wait, you have me questioning everything now. Hold on. I'm clicking on it right now. I'm looking at okay. it right now. Um, so, guys, no, I he have... He plays s- in 2021. Okay. He drafted in 19, not 16. What the hell? All right. Oh, wait, no. He was drafted in 16. He signed the contract extension. I don't remember when he did this. I was like but mid-2018 maybe, right? Yeah, it's cheap. Um... Crosby, Dahl, Chase Daniel, Taylor Decker, Kenny Galladay for this, at least half oh, of the season. No, I, th- I think there's a really good chance Kenny Galladay's gone next year. His contract's up, right? Yeah, so he's a free agent after this year. I think, personally, he gets franchise tagged and traded. Maybe during draft night for a pick. I don't know. I see us waiting until halfway to get his stock back up because he's been injured. Uh, Hawk. Yeah, yep. Jonah Jackson. Uh, which, by the way, he's a stud. He He's like... Hawk is the, the top five tight end in the NFL, period. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Um, Jonah Jackson. Yep. What were going to say on Hawk? Oh, I was just going to say one day... I mean, we're slowly getting there, I think. Especially with last week, where we're giving mm-hmm. him... actually, We're actually giving him targets, and it's working out. It's so slow, but it's okay. Um, carry on Johnson because he's still on his rookie deal. I don't think so. I think he hurt his knee again, by the way. I don't know if you saw that. Yes, I did. So. I could see his cutting him too. Matt Nelson, that dude is a 
baller. Right yeah, now. he. I love him as a reserve. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, he impressed. Frank, of course. Oh right yeah. Now. Logan Stenberg. He got his action yeah, chance. Yeah, probably. Nice. Swift. Yeah. And Vitai. No. Wow. Uh, yeah, maybe for yeah. one year. I was gonna say with the cap hit, and last but not least, Matthew Stafford. I don't know, man. I think we still keep him. I'm leaning on that side now. Not gonna lie. If I was but told had, Stafford got traded, I wouldn't be surprised. If I was told Stafford stayed, I wouldn't be surprised. So that's where that's where I'm at. So you took out Cabinda, Bryant, Galladay, carry on. Yeah. So, do you think we keep 13 on offense? I think we keep 17. Actually, I take it back. I see Brian and Kabinikon. I think we keep 15. Ah, 14. I think um, Galladay's gone, which is disgusting. So, if that's the case, 14. Let's say we cut Bryant, Hand, and Harris. That's 9. 25 plus 3 on special teams, just the punter, kicker, and long snapper. 28 players out of our 62, if you include the reserve slash injured guys. I'm not sure if Matt Prater sticks around either. Really? I think we... I think yeah. we will. I don't know. That's but, 45% of the roster. That's nuts. On, on, on Stafford, real quick, I think that's going to come down to the GM and head coach. I mean, obviously, but... Um, it's going <laughs> to come down to if they want to, okay, does the defense need a retooling or does it need a full rebuild? And in my opinion, I think it needs a full-on rebuild. Rebuild. 100% rebuild. And the, okay, the whole the whole team's getting a rebuild if we're only going to keep 45% of our roster. Yeah, so... We are 100% going into a rebuild. I know you were talking about last week, I think it was last week, where you're like, I don't know if we're going to go into a rebuild on offense or just a retooling. It's a rebuild on everything. I guess starters-wise, it's nothing too crazy, but yeah, 45% of our roster. We're completely rebuilding our football team, which is what we need. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. We will talk about, um, I guess I will talk about GM candidates, then we will talk about head coaching candidates next week, talk about our favorites, because my list is building more, so I'll be able to talk about a few guys, and then we'll talk about our favorites again. So other than that, I'm happy we won this weekend. I'm extremely happy. F-word, yep. Matt, Patricia, and Bob Quinn. Glad they're gone. Um, and we will come at you guys with a preview in just a couple days for the Packers at Lions matchup. So thank go. you guys very much. Peace out, Lions fans. Peace out. Go Lions. Go Lions.